Hello, and welcome to the NPRD podcast with nurse practitioner and registered dietitian Robin Kivit. Eating disorders, body image, medicine, they are all interconnected. But with so many programs, techniques, and advice to choose from, it's easy to be overwhelmed. Robin, with more than 25 years of experience as a nurse practitioner and registered dietitian, offers help and hope for everyone, families, children, and adults. Along with veteran talk show host and good friend, Jordan Rich, Robin invites you to learn much more right here on the NPRD podcast. Hi there. Welcome to the second January edition of the NPRD. We are very blessed today to have two awesome guests, Kathy Cates and Melissa Hines, a doctorate physical therapist and another nurse practitioner. They're going to introduce their, themselves in a second, but they have three businesses, three women-owned businesses, the Institute for Pelvic Health, Wellest Health, and Women NP, please. I mean, that's so many things, but Kathy and Melissa, please introduce <laughs> yourselves and tell us tell yeah. us more about your credentials, and we're just going to have a, a, a really cool conversation today. So I would love to introduce Melissa, and then maybe Melissa can oh, introduce me. Oh, I love that me. idea. Okay. So Melissa is, as you said, Robin, a doctor of physical therapy. He is the owner of Wellness Integrative Health, where I work as an independent contractor for her. That is our beautiful clinical practice, like brick and mortar in Boston, mm -hmm. Massachusetts. And she's done that, I think, she's in her seventh year. And I met Melissa in November of 2018. And we are celebrating our four-year partnership because we started together in January of 2019 when she said she and her husband wanted to go away and she didn't have anybody to cover her practice. Mm. And she has been a wonderful, I'm one of the best things, so many things about Melissa, but one of the most wonderful things is she's an incredible mentor. And that's how I first met her when I was getting into pelvic floor work. Someone said, you should go, you should meet Melissa. She's lovely, smart, helpful. And she was all of those things. Um, and so we never really looked back from 2019. And Melissa is also a mom to Louisa, who is two and a half and will be three in June. And she is also pregnant with a baby boy, which is super exciting, who will arrive on the scene uh, in April. Maybe, maybe, on, maybe on Kathy's birthday. Ooh, that would be maybe on my birthday. Louise's birthday is on my mom's birthday, so love it. And she is wife to Ryan, and she is fabulous. And she inspires me every day with her visioning and her ability to really, I think, ask, Well, why not? And then our story started. Kathy sent me a random email that wasn't so random, but at the time was a little random. Um, and she was introduced to me. We both went to the same myofascial release therapist in Boston for different issues. Kathy is a breast cancer survivor and was seeing them for some pelvic floor therapy for dyspareunia and just some general body work for 
bilateral mastectomy and scar tissue healing and all that. And then I was seeing them for a separate issue for some lower back issues that I had from a fall. Um, so we got introduced to via this lovely myofascial release therapist, Susan, who we will be forever be grateful for. <laughs> and we met at Tate in Boston and we hit it off. We were like kindred spirits. Kathy sent me an email um, after that meeting where we just chatted and shared our passion of pelvic health with one another and mm-hmm. kind of just started collaborating right then and there without even realizing it. Um, and she sent me an email um, just saying, wow, I feel like you're my kindred spirit. And I was like, oh my gosh, I feel like I've known you forever. And so we kept in contact, mentoring one another, me, the PT, Kathy, the NP, Kathy has had, gosh, Kathy, are you 10 years or more NP? Almost 12, I think. 12? Yeah, it's 12 this year. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or maybe yeah. 13. I, I don't know. Yeah. Something like over 10. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of experience, yeah. A lot of experience. Um, and I love sharing that Kathy was a professional oboe player too. <laughs> pre pre um nurse practitioner. She had another life. Um, but we just really connected and started collaborating. And Kathy joined Wellist, the clinical practice. And then about two years ago, we were really trying to figure out how we could um, you know collaborate even more and get more outreach about pelvic health, especially in the NP world. Um, Because Kathy had seen it firsthand with her pelvic exam. She never examined the pelvic floor. didn't really think about how the pelvic floor connected to people's pain, you know, whether they were having dysuria or chronic UTIs. We didn't have that opportunity in NP school. We were not. Yeah get that practice. So Kathy to this day is like, I can't believe I worked this many years without knowing all this, all these pearls. And I think NPs can relate to that, right? Because it's something, and and as a PT, we're the musculoskeletal specialist. We don't even learn about it in PT school. Um, So we started this journey back in February of 2020, a little bit before that, where we were on this mission and we still are on this mission to um, bring awareness to pelvic floor conditions to primary care. And that's where Kathy really comes in handy with creating this because she worked at a federally, federally qualified health center for... Oh my gosh, was it 10 years, Kathy? <laughs> you hit yeah. your 10 year mark, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um And she created a grant for that health center, bringing awareness to the pelvic floor in primary care. Is that what it was called, Kathy? Yeah, bringing awareness of the pelvic floor. Yep. Um, So she already had the experience of, you know, essentially, unfortunately, having to market this to the health center is why this is important, even though it should be pretty much a standard of care, right? Um. And so we created the Institute for Pelvic Health together, which is an online accredited um, continuing education course all on pelvic floor mm-hmm. um, evaluation and some simple when treatment. That, when did you complete that course? When did that go live? We launched that in September of 20. 
2021. No, yeah. Like a little over a year ago. And it's um, accredited through the AANP. um, And it's one module released weekly over six weeks. Um, And it really just dives into, we incorporate, you know, evidence-based, but also our experience and just going through the motions of, here's how you palpate these muscles. This is what this means. And it really just makes it simplified and how you can incorporate it into your pelvic exam, because we all know NPs don't have a lot of time. Um, It doesn't take a lot of time, but it does give you a lot of information and it will also just make your patients feel um, heard. So we, since then we've had a lot of people sign up and become pelvic health certified clinicians. And then we also have done some in-person training and that takes place at Wellist. So we had a Harvard teaching hospital come um, and we also, um, and they, the woman who did my C-section actually took the course (laughs) and then came. It was wild. Yeah. It was great. great. And all the people that came were like, oh my gosh, you know, you're palpating. I'm like, okay, I'm palpating your obturator internus muscle. They're like, this is like what? reproducing my urinary urgency. And I'm like, yeah. That's huh. what it does. So it was like a light bulb moment for all of yeah. them and really cool to see that in person. Yeah, totally. um, so we're very passionate together. Um, and I think we're very passionate also, totally also about making it very practical, right? And like, what you learn in the course, what you learn from us, like you can go in tomorrow and do something different. And I think we both felt we need the big conferences and we need all of that. You know, we need the journals, we need it all. And we also need very thorough, comprehensive, practical continuing education that gives you real life skills from people actually in the field doing the work and especially interdisciplinary people when you're talking about incorporating you know assessment of the muscles of the pelvic floor and the motor control of the pelvic floor all things that are within an NP MD nurse midwife PA wheelhouse but you just don't think that it is and I think that's another thing about Melissa she's she's like yeah it is and it is it is. It is part of our wheelhouse. So I think that we also share that passion for, it's like, how do you take something and then implement it right away? And we're so proud that we really did that with the Institute for Public Health. It's It gets very yeah. accessible. And I think the main drivers, you know, because I, I, when we started this, Louisa, my daughter was probably four months old. <laughs> and, she was little. And yeah. Kathy has a daughter who's now 16. But the main driver is like, gosh, we want our daughters to have an NP primary care who they're going to, maybe they have these issues. And the NP is like, you know, I think this is pelvic floor related and normalizing it. Um, because for so long, us women have just been kind of tossed to the side. Oh, here's like more monostat or here, you know, here's more of this. Um, just do some kegels. You'll be fine. Do some kegels and you'll be good. Um, so that was your incontinent after you have a baby, that's normal. And you're like, no, that that is not, no, 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 no. 
No. So when I yeah. met you two, you two had, you know, wellest integrative health and you were developing the Institute of Pelvic Health. I had my own practice. We started to share patients, which was very interesting. And I, what I, what I want to tell the listeners is because this is a podcast for many clinicians in the field who work with eating disorders that, you know, we've worked together in situations with our patients where there is obvious synergy between their pelvic floor issues and their eating disorders, their pelvic floor dysfunction and their eating disorder. And that's something I think we can talk about more completely a different time, but just to, you know, to point out to the listeners, I didn't just sort of meet you guys on like a chat room or something that like we actually share, <laughs> you know, we share patients and collaborate with each other. And it's been enormously rewarding for me. For us too. And I think that even gets, is so resonant with what we're trying to do, because if you're an NP doc, whatever, in primary care, and you're treating a patient with disordered eating, you need to ask the questions about their pelvic floor. So that's why I send them to you. That's why we also send to you. Yeah, thank you. So then you you went on, and I, I wasn't surprised at all when I got the email, I think, in the fall, mm -hmm. maybe this mm -hmm. summer, mm -hmm. introducing women NP, please. And I was like, of course, Kathy and Melissa did this. Of course they're doing this. <laughs> Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, what we found after creating the Institute for Pelvic Health, and that was such a different type of continuing education, and people were so interested and fascinated with it and wanted to learn more and more. We were like, gosh, like, how cool. Let's elevate the whole field of mm -hmm. <laughs> women's health <laughs> even more and find really um, experts in these various fields and bring this community of awesome providers together. So that's where Woman NP Please was born. Um, I think it's keyword really community, right? Community, yes. Totally. Which... And like learning from one another and also really valuing clinical experience of nurse practitioners, doctors, acupuncturists, chiropractors, doulas, and the list, nutritionists, RDs, like yeah, the yeah. list, yeah. totally, the list goes on and on. And, you know, Melissa and I love to learn from one another. We have weekly team meetings at Wellist where, you know, we learn from one another. We have different people come in and talk to us and yeah, we just thought, well, wow, maybe we could do this on a much larger scale than just our team meeting at Wellist. We benefit so much from it, and we think people, I mean, people are benefiting so much from learning in a different kind of way than you, than we're all accustomed to, right? And I think that's exciting for us. And I know, you know, it's like, I even think like, so we have a, a like, Robin, we had you on. It was great. Um, and, you know, we chat with you, the expert, for 45, 50 minutes, an hour, maybe we and generate a transcript and then we get a handout from you or whoever it is. And I have found myself, I've gone back and listened to yours, chunks of yours again, and a few other speakers that we've had, I've actually gone back and listened again, took some notes and changed my 
practice. Well, that's, you know, your, your, like things that, that that was one of your reasons for doing this, right? You, you want to, right. you want to be the change. And I love yeah. how, I love the model you're bringing in experts. You're having conversations and creating course material based on those conversations. And what I heard is that people are going to be able to get CEUs too from being members right. of women NP, please. And you don't have to be an NP, correct? No. To be a member. That, you don't that's, have to be an NP. That was one oh, of the no. reasons I wanted to have you guys on too, because there's so much information that has so much crossover to other modalities. Yeah, we have RDs, MDs. I'm a PT. We attract PTs. OTs. Um, we have OTs. OTs. I mean... Chiropractic, yeah, it's sure, yeah. mainly mainly NPs because that's been more of our outreach. But, but I think then on your platform, the pandemic, everyone talk to each other. What? Yeah. Then on your platform oh, in oh, yeah. that community, oh, yeah. you can. Yeah, it's collaborative. Yeah, integrative. Yeah, yeah. and everyone's creating community post pandemic or in the pandemic, right? Yeah. We're all wanting to get back to not being so siloed and doing our day-to-day, -day, you know, treatments and in, in the clinic. So this was also really appealing to us and to a lot of people because a lot of our experts, they say, you know, if you're in the Chicago area and want to come shadow me or observe yeah. me, send me an email. Mm. Um, so it's really a great opportunity Huge. to, um, get some mentorship and meet people from all over that maybe specialize in your areas of, of specialty. We also moved our beyond the Kegel, our, our pelvic floor course to that platform. And now that. we have a whole discussion yeah. board. Mm -hmm. So once you take that, you can ask us questions and get like pretty much one-on-one -on -one mentorship through the discussion board. Um, next, this Wednesday at eight, we have a live Q and a where someone's asking, with, they had a bunch YouTube? of really, yeah, with, oh, with us. Great. And, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, somebody had a great, somebody had some questions and we were like, well, why don't we answer this in the live format? Like, instead of just responding so, to the herd, yeah, you know, we're, we're like, very... this is a community, like, let's open it up to the community. And yeah have a discussion we're about very it. open to yeah if you've got questions we'll jump on a live and do a 10 yeah. minute answering um so it's it's been really wonderful people have loved the community piece um and then yeah. you can also get your employer to pay for the monthly membership so it's a win-win i love you know you go to a conference maybe you go with someone maybe you meet people but then you leave and it's done or we haven't really been to many conferences, right? Like we've all presented at conferences since COVID, the three of us, but, and, and of course been, but it feels a little like disconnected. Um, but I think with your platform and your, you know, your ideas here, it's more, there's more like continuity. There's more of that day to day because you can go back to it and still ask the questions versus something being done or available to you for, you know, two to three months after. So I think it's just more, mm -hmm. it's just so much more interactive on a short and long-term basis to then keep utilizing in day-to-day. -day. Yeah. 
we wanted to make it accessible. And that's something that, you know, when we're doing these expert talks, we're sometimes in our PJs drinking tea or I didn't know. No, don't dress up. We want it to be very like relaxed and, and like you're learning all this cool information. You're getting some CEs, um, but it's very approachable. So CEs are coming, you know, February, I think. What else is on the horizon for women NP, please? Can you give us any nuggets or surprises so that listeners could have yeah we're, we're going to be to. doing a lot more live events so a lot of the the courses have been pre-recorded and released but coming pretty soon within the next month we're going to be doing a lot more of yeah. these live um which will be fun because again we'll be able to do more q a and save time for questions at the end yeah. we and have then, medical illustrations that we have a whole library of medical illustrations that we continue to add to Mm -hmm. uh, so that's definitely there'll be more of those we also because we just were so frustrated we couldn't ever find what we wanted and then you so, made them exactly and yeah. so if people also you know in the community have something if there's a need for one we'll figure out how to you know get it done and we're always adding to our bilingual patient education handout library because we know that you know you got to have accessible stuff. Yeah. It doesn't work if it's too high level. It just doesn't, doesn't work. Right. So. And you're reaching um, NPs and other healthcare clinicians from all over the country, probably all over the world, right? I think so. I looked at yeah. some, I know we have people, sometimes I get confused between the, the Institute for Public Health and Women NP, please, but I'm pretty sure the last time I looked at some statistics for Women NP, please, like people were in, People were in Sweden and Norway and mm -hmm. like other places. So yeah, I think yeah. we're maybe not quite the reach of you, Robin, just yet. But uh, yeah, we're working on it. But you will yeah. because that's the way yeah. these things travel, right? Yeah. Um. So what I love to do is have you guys on again and talk more about that specific crossover. I just really wanted our listeners to to meet you and hear from you. And I'd love for one of you to tell the listeners exactly where to find what we've been talking about today so that they can go to those. The, these are amazing resources. Okay. So for the Institute for Pelvic Health, that's it. You just type in instituteforpelvichealth.com. And we also have a LinkedIn page for Institute for Pelvic Health. And then it's woman singular, W-O-M-A-N, and then N-P, please, dot com. And you'll find that whole setup. You can find Women N-P, please, also on Instagram and Facebook. If you were someone who was new to Women N-P, please, what would be a level, because I know there are different levels of membership, what would be a level yeah. of membership you would recommend to say, you know, someone in primary care versus like, you know, um, a dietitian who's doing eating disorder work, say? Well, you could always start with our, we, we do a free trial for the community membership, which is the, it's $39 a month. You'll get access to the live expert talks, the mm -hmm. pre-recorded course, uh, mini courses, and then the discussion board. Um, the higher level includes all the medical illustrations 
and the specialized courses like Beyond the Kegel. Um, so if you wanted to dabble in it, you could just do the community free trial and um, upgrade later when you decide how much you love it. Exactly. <laughs> nice. And you did, I think there was a mention of, you know, for folks who are not working for themselves, for working for, you know, or in, in institutions, getting the employer to negotiate the employer to pay for this mm -hmm. because there are CEs. And in some ways, you know, it's a different experience than going to a conference, but it's, it is that, that, that same sort of work that you're looking to, to try to achieve to, you know, always be a learner, have that community. Anything yeah. else you want to share with the listeners today about messages, the goals, like, I'm not going to be surprised next year when I get another email from you two, and it's yet another something. <laughs> They're both shaking. Their <laughs> I yeah. think we're good here. I think we're good. We're good. You've conquered the world. Um, oh, goodness. We're, good. we're good. I mean, yeah, like pelvic health, disordered eating, that's a whole complex system that involves many systems, just like pelvic health. So the need for interdisciplinary approach is huge. And that's huge. where we're so passionate. And, um, you know, finding the best providers for our patients, um, and learning the most that we can. So we love our collaboration and we want others to have the same. Yeah. I feel really lucky that we live geographically close because then when I do have someone, yeah. I can, you know, it's like, a, it's so, super easy. So thank you too Likewise. for being on today. This was awesome. I always love to see you. Our listeners don't get to see you, but they get to hear you yeah. and um, we'll have you on again. Thank, thank you, Robin. Robin. We love collaborating with you too. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for the NPRD podcast with Robin Kivit. We invite you to subscribe, download, rate and review us and share this valuable podcast with friends and family. Help and hope is found here. For more, just go to robinkivit.com. That's R-O-B-Y-N-K-I-E-V-I-T.com or check out the NPRD.com.